You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition. It's all you need to know about the Tribe in Goodyear. Daily updates, player interviews, along with other spring training hijinks and tomfoolery. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. This is the Rosebud Report, blossoming from spring training. Well, it was anything but routine over in Tempe on Tuesday afternoon as the Tribe and Angels played a wild one. The Angels winning it by a final score of 17-8. to Welcome into episode number 16 of the Rosie Report. I'm Jim Rosenhaus, recapping Tuesday's activities in and around the Cactus League and Tribe Spring Training. Well, the Ahmed Rosario experience or experiment in center field got off to a rocky start for the normally shortstop Ahmed Rosario, but uh, the Indians trying to see if he has some versatility and can play center field, and unfortunately in his first start in center on the spring, he committed three errors that led to a slew of unearned runs charged to Shane Bieber. Bieber ended up allowing nine runs in three innings, but only one of those runs was earned. So kind of hard to get a read on Bieber's outing on this day. Uh, plenty of offense for the Tribe as Yu Chang continued his impressive spring with his fourth home run, a three-run shot that made things interesting at the time. Bobby Bradley with three more runs driven in at a, an RBI double in the course of the ball game. Rosario had a couple of base hits as uh, the Indians piled up 13 hits on the afternoon, but it was not enough to keep pace with the Angels who scored 17 runs. Some of the uh, pitchers who really had a tough time, Bieber obviously with the the nine runs allowed, albeit eight unearned. And uh, same kind of fate befell uh, Blake Parker trying to make this team out of the bullpen in a third of an inning. He allowed seven runs, but with some miscues behind him, only two of those runs were earned. So a lot to unpack after the game for Tribe Manager Terry Francona. Tito, I know there were some miscues behind Bieber, but what, what did you think of Bieber overall? Yeah, I mean, we like you're kind of alluding to, we made it really difficult for him today. I mean, there were so – it just seemed like every inning, you know, when you have to get four or five outs, you know, it – you know, he finally, you know, he made some mistakes. But, I mean, to his credit, man, he he's just such a pro and he's such a good kid. I mean, you know, he knew Ahmed was struggling out there, and he – I think he – for him. And he just – he's smart enough to know that, that he got his work out of it and that he's okay. It just – it was a tough day. We, we put him in a tough spot. Tito, for, for Rosario, um, what, what's sort of the message to him whenever he comes back into the dugout after, after those two, three tough innings? You know what? And I told him before the game, I said, hey, if you make an error, just, just blame it on me. Um, I, didn't, I didn't get to multiple ones, but still, I feel the same way. Um, you know, he's certainly not the finished product, and we know that. Um, you know, you try to – and he, I thought he kept his head up really well. He wasn't pounding. He wasn't, you know, he, and he slung the bat really well. Um, you know, there's some things that obviously he needs to work on. He, his glove, you know, he was catching the ball a little low, so he's losing sight of it maybe the last two feet, which we can work on that. 
Um, he and Zim got a little crossways in their communication on the first one. I mean, you know, he's getting a lot thrown at him in a hurry, and we knew that. Um, but we'll 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 see how it goes. You know, do you do you you got a pretty good read on him from a mental toughness toughness standpoint? I think he's a solid, solid kid. If if that's what you're asking, yeah, me. yeah, that's that's hard. I mean, that that was you know you can kind of feel like you're on an island, and uh, he 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 kept his head up and he kept at it and. No, he's okay. He's, I think he is a tough kid. Where, where do you go from here now? You just keep running him out there, or what? What do you? What do you? Do? Well, and you know, we'll certainly keep giving him as many balls as we can in practice. We don't want to hurt him, but uh, you know, the hope would be that as the game slows down, like you could even see when he threw that ball in the second, the game's going fast just because he's in a different position. But you know, I I don't think you let a day like today, you know, if there, if there's a point where it doesn't work, I wouldn't say it's because of today. what do you think of a uh, Chang and, and uh, Bradley swinging the bats? Chang took a really, really nice swing. He's taken a lot of good swings. Um, you take that many good swings, you're going to run into one. And Bob, Bobby too. Bobby's been, Bobby's been good. He's, you know, he's fouled off enough or laid off enough, off-speed pitches to get a fastball he can handle and do some damage with it. And what did Bieber think of his afternoon? A little bit of adversity in the beginning of spring, you know, having to um, sit out the first couple of days uh, with COVID and, and protocol and all that. And so maybe a little bit different, but all in all, um, honestly, feel good. Feel good with my development uh, up to this point. And I know today was, uh, you know, on the box score, it doesn't look too great, but um Part of spring training is you got to think about your development and your momentum going towards the season. And I felt good. Um, I felt like I got some good work in out there. Um, my slider was moving uh, better than it's been, you know, uh, towards like the beginning of spring training. It's kind of getting to right where I want it to be. Um, change up curveball and my fastball was spinning pretty well today. So uh, one of those outings, one of those days where you just got to, um, you know, keep things in perspective look at the positives um, and keep that momentum and, and just keep moving forward. Jane, did, did you talk to Rosario at all or in the dugout or anything during, during the game, during your innings? Um, yeah, I did. I did actually. I talked to him after the third inning, once I was done. Um, it, <laughs> I told him, listen, man, this stuff's, this stuff's hard. Like, don't, don't get down on yourself. Keep your head up. Um, and you know, today was one of those days for, you know, not just myself, not himself, but a lot of guys. And so we just got to use spring training for exactly what it is and continue to work. And he's going through, um, you know, a different transition and it's, it's not easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it. And so um, that's what I told him. And, you know, he's got two knocks already today and uh, he's going to have to do the same thing and, and look at the positives of today and, and continue to move forward. I know you don't know him that well, or maybe you do, but I, uh, mentally, is he is he a pretty strong guy? Is this you know okay? Let just uh, you know water off your back and move on and turn the page here. Yeah, he seems to be. Um, I think he'll handle this well. Jamie, we're talking. 
Oh, go on, go on, Mandy. Okay, sorry, Wendy. We were talking to Roberto yesterday um, and just talking to him about everything that he is going to be going through this year as like a veteran presence for such a young and talented rotation. Just how much has he meant? I know you've talked about it multiple times, but how much has he meant to you early in your career and, and how nice is it to be able to have that to lean on whenever you guys are a little bit more inexperienced? Yeah, it's great. And it's, uh, it's special to, you know, I still lean on him quite a bit, but it's special to see him take other guys, um, you know, a little bit younger than, than myself under his wing and, and to mentor them kind of like he has uh, to me in the past. And, um, you know, I've, I've said a, a lot about Roberto and I mean every word. He's uh, one of the best and, and a great clubhouse guy as well. And he absolutely knows what he's doing behind the plate. Um, and he's the best of the best there. So to have him um, to, to lean on, especially, uh, you know, just the pitching staff, the rotation, the bullpen, everybody with some young arms coming up um, will be huge. I know you said it was spring training. How, how, do you get frustrated during a game like that? Or is that just you're getting your work in, you're making good pitches, things aren't just going right behind you? Yeah, absolutely. I get frustrated. Um, frustrated with myself, frustrated with, you know, just like at the end of the day, it's just your competitive nature, right? Like, obviously, I, I like I said, I felt good. Um, I thought stuff was coming out really good today, uh, except for, you know, the beginning of the third inning when I lost control a little bit, but was able to wrangle it back in there um, and, and compete throughout the, the rest of that third inning, which, you know, I think is something that is good, you know, to work on. There's 162 games and you're going to get yourself into some trouble throughout this long season. So for me to work through that um, felt good. And, you know, obviously, just like I said, the, the, the bare bones of competition and me being out there, uh, it's frustrating. You want to do well, and especially when stuff feels good. But um, you got to take it, you know, kind of on the, on the cheek and just wear it and continue to progress and, and be better for it. And so that's, that's where I'm talking about um, spring training, you know, keeping things in perspective and continuing to move forward. Well, I always uh... – Pretty cool, common, collected Shane Bieber, that's to be sure. One of the leaders on this year's Tribe Ball Club. Also one of the leaders is catcher Roberto Perez, who's had a really good spring. He's healthy, and that's a big key and a change from a year ago. And he battled shoulder issues throughout the 2020 season. We had a chance to visit with him one-on-one -on -one earlier this spring, and he talked about coming into camp in great shape. First off, health-wise, shoulder, it, it obviously was a, a struggle last year with that. Uh, how you feeling, and, and what did you do to, to get it in a good spot heading into spring training? Uh, I had a great offseason. Best offseason of my career. Health-wise, health I'm healthy, thank God. Um, I put myself in a great great shape, um, great position. I uh, Shoulder-wise, I, I was doing a lot of exercises for my, for my, uh, for my shoulders, strength, strengthening. Um, you know, a lot of bands put myself in a good position, man. I'm, I think I, I, I hire, a, I hire a personal trainer, um, since October 18th. That's when I first started working out. Um, everything went well. I lost 25 pounds. Um, and nothing, I, I just didn't want to take it for granted, man. I'm getting older and, and, and I want to, I wanted to kind of like prove myself again man last year was a down year for me I was playing through through that shoulder injury and and you know how I am I, I I'm not selfish I I'm a guy that 
care about our team and I went out there and try to play through it um you know because I wanted to be back there for these guys so I'm 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 healthy you know I'm I'm very healthy you mentioned um, losing some weight and getting with a personal trainer. You play a position where where it's okay to have some bulk, but uh, what can dropping about twenty five pounds? How can that help you behind the plate? Oh, I feel. I think my movement, man. I don't I imagine having twenty five, twenty five pound dumbbell on 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 your on your shoulders. You know, that's a that's a that's a lot of weight. Um, no, I think I think I'm I'm. You know, it's, it's like I said, I'm getting older, you know, sometimes, you know, having, having been 230, it, 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 it took me, you know, took me a lot, you know, uh, but being 205 now, I feel, I feel good. I don't feel weak. I don't feel, I don't feel heavy. I can move better. Um, and you could see the way I, 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 you know, I, I move now and behind the plate, uh, the way I'm hitting, the uh, I feel a lot lighter, um, and I think I will be able to do some other things that that I couldn't do before. So, I just wanted to come here, spring training, and show that um, that I put myself in a great position and put myself out there again. I wanted to put myself again. I felt like last year I didn't I didn't perform the way I wanted to, and and I. I took it very personal heading into the off season, and and it paid off, man. I feel I feel good. And you're one of the veterans on this team now, and it's a a team with a changing roster. Um, how do you handle that? Especially some players that you're really close to uh, are no longer with the ball club, uh, but there's some new faces too. So how do how do you balance all that and and still feel really good about this team heading into spring training? I feel I feel great about the the guys we have. And especially the the minor league additions we 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 got. Um, you know, it, it's sad. It's sad to see Linder goes. Uh, especially, you know, he's he's like my family, my best friend. Uh, you know, losing Carrasco that's been here and one of the leaders of this team. Um, but we got we got new faces, man. I think we just gotta bring everybody together. Uh, we gotta gotta find a way. I think our goal should be the same every year, you know, it's winning ball games. But I think guys can guys can do guys can do it. I think we have a great juvenile great group of guys that they want to win. And when you have that, you know, on your team, you know, it's it, it, it's going to be easy for us to, you know, step on the field and, and win ball games. Um guys are hungry. Uh, you know, we got some veteran guys that are going to help us out. You know, we got uh, Johnson. We we had, we added Brian Shaw. Then we added um, Heath Henry. You know, there's a couple other guys that we're counting on them too. So, but I'm excited, Jim. I think this year is going to be different roster-wise. But I think, you know, we, we, we got the guys. We got the guys to, to, to do it again. Uh, I, I know there's a lot of people out there, you know, not counting on us, but it seems like 2016, you know, where everybody was counting us out, everybody, all these predictions, uh, losing the division. I think the division is for us to lose it, not, you know, not going, oh, 
you know, Minnesota have a great team or they do have a good team. The White Sox have a great team. But I think you we showed last year to Chicago and that that we're there with them. Um, you know, we we our pitching is our strength. We just gotta put it all together. And I think that's what we're gonna do. Spring training's a little bit different on, on how it's set up. Uh how do you overcome some of those differences and still do what you do best, which is building those good relationships, especially with some of the new pitchers in camp? Yeah, I think I think it's going to be good, Jim. I, I, th- I think it's, it's only going to be for a couple of days, you know, till everybody shows up. Um, but we just got to find a way. I, I don't know what it takes. I don't know what's going to, you know, what it's going to take, but we just got to find a way, whether it's, on a group message, you know, we just got to find a way. And we will. We, You know, I've been talking with the guys already, how we're going to handle those things. Um, but you could see, you could see everybody is like smiling. It's like happy to be back. Um, there's guys that they, 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 they work so hard in the off season, you know, see Valley, you could see he did, you know, he changed his, his, uh, his arm action now it was long now it's short you know guys they they i don't know what it is about this fishing stuff man everybody's trying to get better every year um and you know hitters is a little bit different because you know they they show up later than than the pitchers but but man you could see guys are are ready to roll you know quantrill that he looked he looked really good you know please act it's I didn't take it for granted, man. They're 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 here to work, and and you could see that, you know, in their face, like they're they want to they want to go out there already. So, you look at at the success the pitching staff has had, and during your time here, and obviously, uh, you're a big part of that because of of the care that you take in building relationships. I thought it was really interesting. Uh, Bart Swain put a note in the media guide about. When you were 17, uh, I think the Dodgers were looking to, they had selected you, looking to sign you. But one of the reasons you turned it down is you didn't feel your English was strong enough yet to be able to communicate with pitchers. And uh, where does that come from at such a young age where you're already thinking about that communication and what it takes to make a pitcher the best they can be? Uh, And and that was true. I think because there's so many stories I've heard from Puerto Rican catchers that they didn't know English at all. And they was like, oh, I was out of the game because I didn't speak English. It was hard for me to communicate with, with, with pitchers. And, and man, I just didn't want to be another guy to come to spring training, not knowing the, the, the language and not being able to speak it. And, and I think, to be a leader, which I've always considered myself a leader, even when I was in college, because I like to talk, I like to to be involved in everything. And like, I want the guy next to me, I want him to be comfortable and trust me. And, and that's what leaders do. You know, they they lead. They they're always early. You know, and I was that guy in college. I I always took that. You know, I, it carries over. You know, professional baseball is different. College baseball is different than uh, professional baseball. And I told my mom, I said, "No, I'm not signing. I don't want to go 
I want to sign. I don't know the language. I don't, I won't be able to communicate. I was struggling in school with with with, with the language. So I, I decided not to not to sign. And and I was 17. I said, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna mature a little bit, learn the the language for two years, and then I'm gonna sign. And that's when I got drafted two years later. By and then I I felt prepared. And and I signed. I just didn't want to be another guy with no English and, and just not be able to to talk or or lead. Or if I wanted to lead, imagine imagine leading in Spanish. Nobody's gonna understand what I'm trying to say. But it ended up paying off, man. I you know I, we, it's nice when you when you're able to communicate with not 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 with your teammates but with everybody with you you know it's you know i don't have to be, to use anna or Aggie, you know <laughs> sitting here next to me that's that's just i didn't want to be that guy so he ended up paying on when you first got to the major leagues how long did it take you to feel comfortable taking that role with pitchers to to make them the best they could be did it take a little bit on it to, to be honest, when I first came up, it was a little bit different because we have so many veteran guys like Jason Giambi, Nick Switcher, you know, Ryan Rayburn, Mike Aviles. Those guys, man, they they were hard, man. They you, you know how it is. They're old school. So so I you know when, when now it's a little bit easy. You know, guys they get to the big leagues, they don't, you know, they don't they, they acclimate fast, but you know how it was when these older guys were were in the clubhouse. You know, you gotta be in your locker. You couldn't you couldn't even look to right or left. You you know how it is. But but I think guys, they you know, Kluber, JT, um, you know, Salazar, you know, all those guys, you know. I think I caught those guys in triple A, so it it was a little bit easier for me to communicate with them and, and, and it was kind of like start over, you know, cause I was in triple a, you know, I caught Kluber in 2013, but in, in, in the minor league, Salas are the same thing. Um, but it was kind of like start over again when they got to the big league because they were having success. I didn't want to, I didn't want to mess it up. I didn't, I, I wanted to get in the same, uh, in the same page as quick as I can. Because I didn't want to take the blame, you know. I didn't want to be like, Kluber was having a good year in 2014. I didn't get to catch Kluber in 2014 because Bone was his personal catcher. But I wanted to learn. I wanted to learn. I wanted to see what he was doing. That's why John Gomes. I used to. I used to ask him a lot of questions. You know, hey, where do you set up with Kluber? You know, we we with his breaking stuff, where his fastball. And that's why it, 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 the transition for me was too easy. Um, you know, for, for when John Gong went down in 2015 and I took over. And and me, me and Kluber, we struggled a little bit. I don't know if you remember. Yes. But, but then we got better. Then he struck out 18 against the Cardinals. You know, it, but... I think this is spring training is for that is to to know to get to know your pitcher you know talk get on the same page 
um, set it, uh, where you want me to set up. That's what spring training is for. So it takes time, but we, we got it done. That's Indians catcher Roberto Perez, who really seems primed for a big season. And uh, he says there's no reason to think he can't approach some of his numbers from 2019 when he had a career-best 24 home runs and 63 driven in. That's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report. Thanks for tuning in to Episode 16. As always, thanks to Bart Swain, Corkberry Trip, Austin Contrulis from the Indians PR Department for helping us line up our interviews all spring long. Until next time, this is Jim Rosenhouse. Thanks so much for downloading the Rosie Report. This has been the Rosie Report. 